This is an AMI podcast. Hey, Dave Brown here. If you enjoy this podcast portion of our show, remember you can watch it live every day at 9 a.m. Eastern time on AMI-tv. Welcome back to Now with Dave Brown on AMI-tv. I'm Alex Smythe. Studio Ghibli is a legendary anime studio based in Tokyo, Japan. They're known for many classics such as Spirited Away and My Neighbor Totoro. Their next film, The Boy and the Heron, is coming to theaters this December. It's got Michael McNeely thinking about another Studio Ghibli classic, Grave of the Fireflies. This film celebrated its 35th anniversary this year, and it follows the story of a young boy and his little sister as they struggle to survive in Japan during World War II. Michael has a review of this film, and he is accompanied by his intervener, Jillian. Hello, Michael. How are you doing today? I'm doing okay. How are you? I'm doing okay. So while there is no specific rating on this film, I do want to warn all the folks at home you know, that this film does explore some heavy narratives, especially surrounding children who are impacted by the conflict of war and the fact that this is definitely something that viewer and listener discretion is advised. But, Michael, this movie is so highly regarded and is considered one of the best anime films ever made. Why do you think it stands the test of time? I think it stands the test of time because we care very much about children we want to see them flourish. We don't want them to worry. But unfortunately, 1945 Japan was not such a place that was safe for children or their parents. In fact, 1945 may have been the last year of the war, but it was the end of the war for Japan because of the atomic bombs. But more specifically for this movie, because of bombings in general. And I think it's important for us to always realize that in every conflict, those casualties, and sometimes those casualties are children, which have no guilt or any moral culpability. Uh, yeah, and as I mentioned, you know, this is a very heavy film. I had seen it years ago, and I remember it being just beautifully done. It, it, it is very touching, but I forgot the emotional impact that it, it has. You know, as we talked about, this is a a war film following children and them trying to survive through the war. So what, I'm, I'm curious, what stood out about the use of this narrative, about framing it around the, the perspective of children that stood out for you? I think one of the interesting things to remember, Alex, is that this film was part of a double feature with My Neighbor Totoro, which if you know about my neighbor Totoro, it may seem quite surprising. But having thought about these two movies, they actually go well together in so regards because at least one third of Grave of the Fireflies is just the brother and the sister having fun. Can't say the fun lasts, but they do similar kinds of things like take baths together and also chase fireflies. And I believe those things were also done in my neighbor Totoro too. Um, I think one of the interesting things that I heard, well, that I saw reading about the director and anime in general, was that children's emotional expressions change 
from one, one second to the next. So you can be happy, then you'll be sad, then you'll be mad, then you'll be happy again, just because of some perceived sight that not other people may have experienced. So the animators really focused on that. They focused on the change in expressions, and they focused on realism. Now, one of the things that is a little bit, uh, a little bit morbid is that they chose to animate children for Grave of the Fireflies because they didn't want any actual children to starve or to show the starve in the 3D children. So that is one of the plot points in Grave of the Fireflies is that the brother and the sister both die because they are, they are um, they starve. And it's not a spoiler because the, the movie tells you that they both die right at the very beginning. And the director wanted to do that because they didn't want people to be caught by surprise. So I do appreciate that, but it's a, it's a strange way of going around it. However, I do want to say that when I watched Grave of the Fireflies, it was sad, of course, but it was also happy because the brother and the sister reunited in the afterlife. And I think given the time in 1945, that's probably the best for them because at least they're together again, they're not suffering anymore. Uh, yeah, and as you mentioned, literally the first line in the movie is uh, September 12, 1945. That is the day I died. So, so it really sets the stage, and, and you, you wonder as an audience member, how did the story get to here? What was that journey like? You've often spoken about the power of animation, and, and you touched on it a bit with your last answer. What, what leverage and, and what advantage did the animation provide to tell this story and make it as compelling and memorable as it was? I think one of the scenes that stood out to me in the movie was when the boy sees the Navy ship, the, and the spectacular lights, and it looks like you're in Hollywood for a second. And I thought, oh my goodness, this is beautiful. And the firefighters are beautiful. And the town is constructed beautifully. And I'm sure we're going to talk about all this again with the boy in the Huon in December. Um, but I think it's just, you know, you can pause. You can pause the movie at any time. And even the ugly scenes do stand out to you as, as they were finely constructed and they were, they were finely detailed and they took their time to make sure that everything was perfect. And I think, you know, in anime, you can do anything that we can do in 3D plus more because you have the imagination aspects that can, that can convey in uh, animation. And so another thing about this movie that makes it stand out is that it's the reason why, part of the reason why Japan fell in love with anime. Um, in 1988, it wasn't quite as popular as it is now. Of course, Japanese people love manga. They've always been reading manga since World War II, obviously, but um, not anime specifically. That was more of a medium that people thought was just for children. That's why this was marketed with My Neighbor Totoro, but that wasn't the point of this film, The Grave of the Fireflies, it was for adults about children. So I think, you know, we can still have a lot to do with animation and anime to explore adult concepts. And you did some digging into the director and the writer, because this story is based on a 1967 book of the same name. You, there's a lot of parallels between their personal uh, story and the story presented in Grave of the Fireflies. Can you tell me a bit more? Yeah, so the writer experienced a bombing as well as the director, two different people. Um, I can focus on the director. I'd like to read the, the novel, The Grave of the Fireflies, some other time. 
Um, but the director, I think, was nine years old during the bombing of bombing of his hometown, and he witnessed many people dying, and he was afraid for his life. He had no idea what was happening, and he survived, but it still lingered with him. And so he wanted to show that experience on film. One of the interesting things, though, is that the director is now deceased. He died in 2018, but he was very adamant that this film is not an anti-war film. I, I sort of see that, but I sort of disagree with him, and I think that's it's fine for a director to have an opinion about their movie, but they can't control how we see the movie. And so this movie has a multiple, multiple um, interpretations. And so my interpretation is, yes, it's anti-war. It's a story about what happens. Just when you're trying to survive day to day, regardless of what's happening outside in the country, I mean, maybe these children would have starved in other circumstances. But the why is also the reason why they starved as well. So I think it's, it's, it's saying, you know, this kind of stuff happens, but we should be careful when this stuff happens because we need to look after our weaker members of society. So I think that's my take on it. Why do you think that people should view this film? It's 35 years old. Why do you think it's still important for audiences and those who haven't seen it to check this film out? Well, the reason I wanted to talk about this film was after there's segments on all the light we cannot see. So I wanted to contribute in some small way to the conversation. And, you know, wartime is never fun for anyone. And especially we talked about the soldiers last week and we talked about the Navy two weeks before that. Um, I think it's important to realize that there are many, many uh, sacrifices that we make during wartime. And we, we ought to do better protecting our children. And I think this film shows that, but it also shows that children can be resilient. Like they tried their best, the brother and the sister, they didn't survive, but they tried their best. They, they, they found ways to make their lives meaningful and, you know, that's, that's all we can hope for in some circumstances, right? Absolutely. Michael, thank you so much for coming in and, and sharing a review of this film. It, it was something that I'm glad I, I rewatched. So thank you and have yourself a wonderful day. I think, you know, it's, it's okay to watch this film in pieces. It's okay to say, maybe even read these somewhere on Wikipedia if you can't watch it. But I think it's still a story worth knowing about. Okay, perfect. That was Michael McNeely with a review of the film Grave of the Fireflies. It is available on Apple TV and on iTunes with closed captioning. Michael was accompanied with his intervener, Jill. Coming up after the break, we have a roundtable discussion with Elizabeth Moeller and Nazreen Abdel-Majid. You're watching Now with Dave Brown on AMI. Hey, Dave Brown here. If you enjoy this podcast portion of our show, remember you can watch it live every day at 9 a.m. Eastern Time on AMI-tv. I'm Margaret Shepard of the AMI podcast, Tripping On Air. Every month, my co-host Alex Hajar and I spill the tea on what it's really like to live with MS. Watch Tripping On Air on YouTube or download wherever you get your pods. <laughs> 